Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Light-hearted, family-friendly and full of laughs, it is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your Pizzas Ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. I know you don't want to talk. <laughs> you were not even giving me a chance to back out of this recording. Nope. You sat down and I pressed you record. You sat down. I have no notes. I took my first sip of coffee. I have my coffee. And you're like, we're doing this. You forgot to get the cookies. cookies. I wanted to have cookies with my coffee. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it is Monday morning and we're here on Explicitly Us to bring you a great episode starting you out this week, this week, and this week alone. Which reminds me, how are you sleeping? Um, last week, not a failure. We just threw our hands up and like, we really don't care. <laughs> uh, we had your family in visiting. I said I don't care and you're like, well, that's not a good attitude to have. And I was like, it's the attitude but I have. <laughs> I rode with it. But your parents weren't visiting. Got to turn music down. Yes. We were busy. We had stuff going on. Yes. We had a lot of stuff. And we had a good time. Had a great time. Probably my favorite visit was when we went and jumped off the pier. And your father tried to dive, which was great. You know, if, if only, you if only we could show video clips oh, on this podcast. <laughs> your daddy would not like it. Here's the thing. Um, if you've never dove into the appropriate depth of water. Let's, you know, add that in there. Obviously, you don't want to dive into a three-foot pool. But if you're ever, you know, in a place where you can dive and you've never done it, it's exhilarating. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like jumping off a 30-foot cliff. Now, when I say dive, I mean dive off of like a height of maybe 10 feet or so. A pier. A pier. A dock. A dock, something. yeah. But it's, it's, it's exciting. It's like taking a, you know, a, a tall jump. But if you've never done it, it, it kind of gets in your head a little bit and you don't uh, commit. So it's funny. Um, all the kids that have tried it, they all try and then they end up belly flopping. Kind of what your dad did. It was fun. So we had a great time, but sorry, we missed you. We did miss you. Uh, we wanted to be here last week, but we just weren't. And then all day yesterday, had a great day yesterday in church great crowd, great spirit. And then we came home and uh, finished a puzzle. We'd been working on that puzzle for two weeks. We finished it, but in the process of working it, we lost a piece. So technically, to be honest, though, it's it not was, finished. <laughs> it was, it was a puzzle that I probably wouldn't work again anyway. I didn't like it. Just because... I mean, I like a good puzzle, and this is a very pretty picture. It's a fall scene, but like all of the pieces were just very complicated to Foilage. find where they go. Foilage is not fun. And it was like a lot of what was on the top was also on the bottom, so then you couldn't even like separate color your separation. scenery. When there's, when, when there's little color separation and a lot of foilage, 
it's difficult to but like work even that kind of puzzle. when you get to the end usually you're like okay i can throw these pieces in it was like to the last puzzle piece was difficult but i was there you were there we finished it except for that piece that's lost somewhere yeah there's no telling down in the family room or got sucked up in the vacuum cleaner there's no telling i'm gonna sneeze one second you didn't know it was a pause, but it was a pause, <laughs> and I just sneezed my brains out. Um, so uh, then we, uh, yeah, I kept trying to get Trista to record on Sunday afternoon, and she wasn't feeling it. She was dead, dead tired. And we went to bed early last night. Yep. That was nice. Yep. That was good. But we're here. We're going to get this recorded. We can get this edited. I'm going to do a quick edit. Because I got to be somewhere at 10 o'clock. So we got to get this done. Uh, so we also, I don't know if we mentioned it. Oh, Trista, while I'm talking, can you be looking up uh, what happened today in history for our listeners? I don't know how long I'm going to talk, but I'm going to do my best to keep it going. Um, so clayton's back did we mention that two weeks ago we mentioned that he's coming back or that he was back uh he was coming must back have been coming back because yeah so he made it back thank you for your prayers uh and with him coming back was um his uh nana and pops nana and pops i gotta get a swig of coffee one second <sighs> so they came back had a great time with them. AJ got his leg looked at. For those of you that are keeping up with our children, AJ broke his leg months and months and months ago. It got a bar put in it with six screws. And we went to go get that looked at. He had a cyst where the break was, and that's why it broke there because of a weakness. And they said the cyst is filled in and good enough to operate. So that's exciting. As I'm sitting there in the doctor's office and we're looking at this x-ray and I'm looking at the, the metal and the screws, I said, doctor, I have a very serious question. I'm not joking around. I said, <clears throat> excuse me. I said, doctor, is it possible for us to keep the metal plate and screws that you take out of his leg? And she chuckled and she said, well, you'll have to remind us on that day. And she said, you really want that? And I said, she said, we usually just throw them in the trash. And I said, doctor, I paid $1,900 for that plate <laughs> and screws. I want my $1,900 screws. I want to see what a $1,900 plate and screws looks like. Right? So if it's something I can buy at Home Depot, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> now, uh, she said, yeah. She said, well, I guess... Uh, I can understand that. And she said, you know, some people do ask for these things. And if, if you've had something of the appropriate size, she said some people make them into key change and things like that. If it, it was a very, you know, interesting. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. So he's got this big old plate. Maybe we can cut it in half and make it into a keychain or something. I don't know. I don't know how big it is. It's got to be pretty small, actually. Pretty cool. So. Maybe we'll have a show and tell coming to a podcast near you. So then on that same, when we were picking Clayton up at the airport on that same trip, because we had to travel a ways to get him. 
We took him to the orthodontist. Clayton is getting braces. And uh, thankfully, it's going to be cheaper than we thought it was. We are estimating five. I think I was estimating my head before, between four and six. You, I think I'm pretty sure you said six to eight. Really? Because that's the amount of money we set aside. It could have been six to eight. Um, but like average six. And, and a lot of our friends were telling us around 6,000, things like that. And we got uh, an estimate at the orthodontist and it's going to be like three. Was it three? Or just under three? Three to four, I think. I don't know what it was. Because they were saying our dental insurance covered. Yeah, wasn't it four? And then the dental insurance covered like a thousand. So now it's going to be three or something like that. All I know is that means there's a gun in my future. There's an extra $3,000. What's going on? Oh, no. We're getting a notification right now that uh, 55 minutes ago it was announced that Colin Powell, former Secretary of State, died at the age of 84. COVID complications. COVID complications. He was vaccinated. Was vaccinated. Interesting. And COVID complications, again, doesn't mean they died of COVID. It means they had other issues probably going on in their body, whether it's weak lungs, weak heart, other things. And then COVID further complicated the issue. And uh, that's a lot of times what COVID complications are might mean so covid does not kill people it creates complications complications to other well, outlying and it seems the same illnesses. like how many elderly people die of pneumonia right mm-hmm. even though you know they had so many other things going on in their body they just couldn't right. fight that pneumonia right I think of it kind of the same way. A lot of people, a lot of, and we've had friends that have died because of COVID complications, but there's always underlying things going on. And not to get off on a rant on COVID, but, uh, you know, we got to stop being fearful. Take care of your body, stay healthy. And if you have somebody at risk in your family, make sure that you keep them extra safe, right? But I'm not going to throw a mask and a face shield and gloves on my kids. They're perfectly healthy. So for all of you that are wanting to push children's vaccines or push mandatory vaccines, get off my bus. We're not stopping here. Um, Colin Powell. Wow. You know who else passed away at age 90? A friend of ours, um, Everdy Moore. If you're listening to this podcast and you know the Moore family from Nicholasville, Kentucky area, Pastor Lonnie Moore, his father, Everty Moore, passed away at the age of 90, I believe, and he died of congestive heart failure. He had water around the heart, that with water, fluid, fluid around the heart, um, and they could not, with medication or other means, uh, keep it at, at bay, and so it was just continuing to compress his heart, and so he died of heart failure. A sweet time of passing, from what I hear. Um, They put him in the hospital, and the family opted to take him out of the hospital and take him home to pass. And so they had several days, I want to say almost a week. Yeah, I think it was a week. Like a solid week where family was able to travel in 
gather around his bed and sing hymns and pray. And I'm sure there was some exhortation in there as well. And it sounded like a wonderful time uh, to graduate into glory. That's the, I would I can't think of a better way to go with, than with all your family gathered around singing songs, saying goodbyes, saying I love yous, and being okay with it, you know, above all, knowing that we're going to see him again. Sounds like a great time to me. Um, so his passing was a uh, time of sadness, but also rejoicing. And his funeral will be coming up in about a week. I would have loved to go. Um, I looked at plane tickets, and it just doesn't seem like it's what God would have us to do. So I'm not going to be able to jump over there. But uh, we'll be with them in spirit during that time and pray for the Powell family as well. So pray for the Moors and the Powell family. I'm kind of reverting into my pastor, (laughs) (laughs) pastor, uh, what do you call that? Personality. (laughs) Pray for these people. No, seriously, though, you got to pray for them. Pray for our son, Clayton. He's kind of nervous about getting braces coming up in December. We'll be doing that. And so also... We thank the Lord for the, I can't get out of this pastor personality thing. I'm in a full on (laughs) church service right now. We thank the Lord for uh, the uh, little discount. That was a blessing. That's going to help possibly with our other kids' teeth. I'm just joking about the guns. I'm not going to go buy a gun with the extra money. Um, We actually uh, used part of that money for something else we needed. True enough. You want to talk about that? Uh, That's like, it's high on our list of favorites. It is high on our list of favorites. Can we talk about it or not? I don't care. I don't I mean, care. We don't have to talk about people are going to judge us. Cost or people are going to judge us for what we spend on it, but I don't care. <sighs> I don't give a rip. All right. Do you want to do the backstory then? Um. Back after Clayton was born. I guess we do. Andy had a job, and some would say he was a. Working at the car wash. Some would say he was a vacuum cleaner salesman. <laughs> Some would say. But what what do we officially call it? Vacuum salesman. No. <laughs> the particular system a, you were selling. Oh, I was a door-to-door vacuum salesman. No. <laughs> the rainbow cleaning system. Oh. What, what is it like? It comes so, in this nice. The rainbow vacuum cleaner <laughs> that I sold door to door uh, is also called a rainbow air purification system. There you go. It's more than just a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Come on, sell it, yeah. sell it. <laughs> so anyways, uh, back when Clayton was a baby, this was your job for a while. And because of a, when you got in, you had to have so many shows and then make a sale and then you were given one of these air purification systems. Yeah. And vacuum cleaner, slash so vacuum cleaner. Use it 90% of the time as a vacuum years cleaner, ago, 10% as an air purifier. 14 years ago, we got this rainbow vacuum cleaning system. And it was one of the, we loved it, used it all the time. And it even helped us um, after the birth of Callie. We could run it and she would stay asleep. And that was wonderful as well. Mm -hmm. Because that was one of the functions of it. You could run it to purify the air in your house. You didn't have to run it on vacuuming mode. No, you could run it full, full blast too. And it wasn't like 
heat up the motor or burn it up. She liked the sound. But Mm -hmm. anyway. But it's an expensive machine. The kind of machine that you take out a loan for. And it's going to last you a long time. Yeah. Our our last one lasted 15 years. Yeah, it was one of the few things that we brought with us when we moved far away from where we were. (laughs) And, And... Somehow in the process of being here in this environment, this climate, and the many years that we, we've had this piece of equipment, it just yeah. it's, it's something died. El- it's something electrical that it, I know. The we motor can, burned out or something. We can get it fixed. So we've missed it. That's just to say we've missed it. And we've tried to replace it with a couple of cheap things. This story just, is long enough that we need music. <laughs> I'm like multitasking right now, so I see that. I'm kind of rambling. I'm not liking this music, though. We replaced it with a couple of low model Let's try this one. things from Amazon, and we weren't happy with them. So we said, why don't we just save up some money and we'll buy another one? It lasted us almost 15 years. We really got our money's worth out of it. For sure. We use it every day. <clears throat> We use it not only on our floors, we use it up the walls, ceilings, windows, screens. You can use it to pull up, pick up spills, like yep. wet spills, yep. if you ever spill anything. And it has literally like a hundred attachments mm-hmm. um, and supplies that go with it, and fragrances. If you've, if you've never heard of these systems, what it is is... Um, when you have a regular vacuum cleaner, you have a bag system or a canister system that uses a filter. And what happens is these bags and these filters have porous holes. Porous holes, that's the same thing. It's porous, it has holes. And so air is able to go through these pores, which means particles can also escape through these holes. So if you've ever been vacuuming, in your home and you smell that burnt motor smell from your vacuum like ooh the, the motor is burning up or it's getting hot or you smell that that's actually musty even like a musty, musty smell that smell is actually um what is that noise that's the chickens chickens I'm like that is some weird <laughs> instruments in this song and it's not with it at all they're coming into the yard oh okay ignore the chickens y'all <laughs> So that smell is actually what has been decomposing in your bag and in your filter and your canister for weeks because we know you, just like all of us, do not empty out your canister, filter, or bag every time. If you emptied out your bag, which used to be bag, I don't think they make bag vacuums anymore. If you empty out your canister and clean your filter every time, you'd be a little bit better off, but what you've picked up the dead bugs and the bug feces and the uh dead skin dead cells, skin cells all the things that are going to decompose they decompose there in your vacuum and then you put your vacuum in a closet in a dark warm area for it to incubate nice and long and then when you turn it on it blows all of that out into the air for you to smell and that is what you smell, not a burnt motor. It's pretty disgusting, right? Yeah. So when you use the rainbow solution, that's what we should call it, the rainbow solution. 
what it uses, it uses a container of water. It's not messy. It's not a messy process. It's amazing. And it uses water as the filter. So dry dust blows around, floats around in the air, but wet dust cannot. And so as you clean and you're taking in fur balls and dust and bugs and everything, it's going to go into the water and stay in the water. And then clean air, because if you know anything about filtrations and air filtrations, also times they filter through water uh, because particles stay behind and, and good air comes out. So there are water filtrations for air. And uh, so clean air comes out of the other side. You can also put fragrance in the water like oils uh, that would even throw out that fragrance, but not those particles. So we've always enjoyed it. it it's always a, uh, you get the most. I will add to this. You also get the most airflow. You don't need a lot of suction to pick up things, dirt. You don't need suction. You need airflow. You know, you can put your hand on any vacuum and get suction and you your hand goes, right? That's suction. And it doesn't require a lot of suction to pick up something that you can plug the hole with it. But if you hold a piece of dirt in front of that suction, it's not, it's not always going to be enough suction to go in. You need airflow, right? And you don't have airflow unless you have an unclogged back end. Well, don't have an unclogged back end. Or have an unclogged back end. That's what we need. So that filter on the back end, as you get those dry particles in a regular vacuum cleaner, you're filling up all these holes, these porous holes. And that on the back end restricts the airflow on the front end. So when you have a rainbow where you don't have any clogging taking place because all the dirt is getting stuck in the water and only air is going out, you maximize your airflow. So this thing picks up like a, I want to say a bristle, but a lot better than that. So it picks up really well and it lasts a long time. The motor lasts a long time. You can use it as an air purifier as well. Just put some fragrance and you can put on like a low speed and you can barely mm-hmm. hear it. And stuff like that. So ours broke. And then I thought, you know, we don't have the money to buy one so we can start saving, but we're not going to go put one on credit because we're anti. Right. Um, so I went and bought things that are good for tile floor. I went against what I knew and I bought this little battery operated shop, shop back. There goes 60 bucks wasted, right? Then I went and bought a little, one of those things they sell that's super light. It's, you know, one hand, you can use it. A little tiny canister, a very small vacuum just to whip out real quick. And, you know, uh, that was junk. Yeah that was junk that was probably another 50 60 bucks so we're already over 100 bucks that could have been saved towards the rainbow and what happens y'all is we keep buying not us but people keep buying vacuums and then we find one that makes noise long enough and we keep it but it's really not getting anything clean so for us they didn't hold any kind of suction they didn't work well they were you know all these little flimsy plastic pieces were breaking all this junk so we find well because of Clayton getting a deal, we're like, hey, we, we can add this. Money. We can add this to it and be able to buy that. So we have our rainbow again, and it's a newer model. So the newest. So it's really has lights. <laughs> has lights. <laughs> has all the bells and whistles. Right. Let me bring us out of this music here. 
So we, two things. I, I, I went to my boss that I used to work with because uh, he, he gave me a, a break back then. And he helped us out, you know, gave me a job. And so I always want to take him back any business that I have. I went to him. Uh, but I will say there is somebody else that also sells rainbows and we'll take a minute and advertise for him and let you know that if this at all interests you and you would like a demonstration, she will come to you and she will demonstrate the rainbow to you and show you how amazing it is. Um, it's worth it. You know, there's a lot of things that we buy in life that are expensive and they just sit on a shelf. You know, they're not worth it. Like, let's say somebody likes art and they might buy a $2,000 painting. Well, you need something to clean that painting. (laughs) No, there's things that we buy. And I'll tell you what, something to keep your house and your home healthy and clean is a worthy investment in my humble opinion. And so the person that can come to your house is one, Hannah Wheeler. Hannah Wheeler. If you're in the central Kentucky central Kentucky area, if you're in another area, let us know. And we'll find a representative that can come and help you out. But, you know, I don't like sales at all. I don't like being a salesman. But just like anybody that doesn't like sales, they will still tell you that, if there was a product that they really loved and believed in, they wouldn't mind selling it. And that was, that was rainbow. It I really, really was. Yeah. I really loved it and I still love it. Um, I mean, all these years later mm-hmm. we bought one. Yeah. They're pretty amazing. Yeah. And so we, we highly recommend it. And I have a, a couple other connections if you want, but we, we can, off, we can also uh, offer you an explicitly us discount. Hannah doesn't know it, but she's going to give you a discount because we recommended you explicitly us and we'll work that out with Hannah. She'll get that taken care of. Uh, just contact her. Uh, anything else on that interest? We spent a lot of time on that. I told you all we got to do is sit down and start talking, babe, and we can talk about anything. We love it, though. So that was the past two weeks and uh, we got uh, the rainbow here for Saturday I spent five, six hours with the kids down in their room, cleaning their room. And it was disgusting. Children are disgusting. It It was gross. It needs a deep cleaning. Every three months. Yeah. Quarterly. (laughs) Yeah, it does. And I don't know how like the Lego situation with all the trash I don't know how that happens. So we have these Lego buckets, right? Does that happen with everyone? No, it's just because they have uh, open air uh, room where a lot of dust and stuff comes in. So our kids have these big Lego buckets and they play in them and other toys get in the Lego buckets. And I said, well, we're going to go through and get everything out and we're going to get all the trash out. We're going to get all the other toys out and you're just going to have Legos. And they were working. It's like a tote. You guys know, you know what a tote is. And they're working in this tote. And um, we got down to like the last 10%, you know. And I, I look in there and I see a little bit of grass and some dust and some fuzz and some hair and Paper. some trash and just different odds. And I said, you know what? Let's take this outside, put the bucket in the middle of the yard, and I'll, I'll get the battery-operated Ryobi leaf blower. It's not real strong. I'll get a leaf blower and we'll point it into the bucket and everything light is going to come up out of the bucket. And I said, when it when it stops, you guys can put reach your hands in there and move the Legos around a little bit. And it'll stir up more, you know. It'll 
It looked like a snow globe <laughs> out there. It looked like a snow globe. We put that in there and it was disgusting. All the stuff that was coming up out of it, Legos weren't. It was just everything light and it looked like a snow globe. Of You know the snow, you, you tip it over back and forth. Yeah. It was gross. Hair, dust, paper, fuzz, yarn, <laughs> grass. It was terrible. And then we got done with that and the Legos were like super clean. <laughs> it was crazy. So yeah. when we say deep clean, it was a deep, deep clean. Oh, another bonus to the rainbow. If you ever have a problem of sucking up things, like if you ever suck up a a, 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 a sock, a Lego, an earring. money, yeah. earring, anything, it just goes into the water. A bowl of water. And yeah. so, yeah, it's a little bit gross to have to fish it out because the water gets nasty, but much easier, much easier than a bag full of nastiness. Right. Yeah. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. Anyway, well, Trista, it's been a blast. Can you give us a word of the day before we leave? Yeah, I've got a neat one easy today. It is magniloquent. Magniloquent. Magniloquent means speaking in or characterized by a high-flown, often bombastic style or manner. The actor delivered a magniloquent monologue that the audience would not soon forget. Interesting. Magniloquent. Magniloquent. Hey, don't forget to send in your name, your phone number to explicitlyus at gmail.com. If you want to be entered in the Christmas drawings, plural, it's going to be fun. We had another entry this week. Yep. It's, it's going to be one. awesome. And we got gifts ordered. We're ready. Yep. Send in your name, your spouses, your numbers, your emails, anything, your children's birthdays, whatever. Because it's going to be a great holiday season. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Trista, love Love you. you. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.